I just bought some powdered coconut milk. It's a little bit like coffee, mate, but much more tropical. <laughs> and uh, it is uh, delicious. So I have an interview for you this week, which I'm very excited to uh, share with you. Um, yesterday I met with my friend Michelle, Michelle Chan, uh, of Sound of Rain Studio, and she is a yoga a well-being and meditation um, therapist and she uses art in some of her practices so if you're interested in art meditation well-being this week is going to be perfect for you so without further ado let's cue the intro good morning good afternoon and good evening welcome to the graham Cullis Karma Club Podcast, episode 36. Hark, can you hear that? It's raining. Can you hear that? Yeah. (laughs) I thought, you know, like, I would just order some rain today because this is Sound of Rain Studios. And, uh, yeah. A little bit different for you guys this week. We've got we've got some nice ASMR sounds of the rain pouring on us. It's been raining this week, hasn't it? Yes, a lot, which is unusual for June in Bali. Yeah, it is. It is a bit unusual. Apparently, oh, I, actually, it's July now. Was it you that told me that it was a volcano that went off? No, it wasn't me. So, I'm not sure. Yeah, someone told me that in Java a volcano went off, and uh, that's what's caused like a pressure system, oh. and it's cause rain it happens when that happens that's crazy isn't it what a wonderful world we live in hey yeah nature yeah so yeah it's been raining a lot and uh it's actually kind of perfect because i have michelle chan in the studio hello michelle hello and she is sound of rain studio artist uh, incredible artist and we've been on a similar journey together haven't we we've Mm. we uh well it all started a few years ago in the glorious year of 2020 was that right can't remember, but it was at an artist market that I was trying to sell some <laughs> art on a table, and then you uh, walked over. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, I was on a little peruse, and I saw that you were pretty much giving your art away for next to nothing. Yeah, and I was like, come much. on, come on, it, it's it, it. They they can afford it here, don't you worry. Um, but yeah, no, that's so nice. You've got such a nice spirit about that with your art, and you're very generous, and you give it away. And yeah, I'm doing that at the moment. Actually, I'm giving away prints to to people to get my name out there, and it's a good way of getting your name out there, isn't it? But okay, Michelle, can you explain? Can you tell us? Actually, I'm going to steal from uh, the Diary of the CEO podcast, and I'm going to ask a similar question. <laughs> I what? love that podcast. Yeah, well, it's great, isn't it? I actually ordered the uh, the conversation cards because oh. uh, oh, yeah, no, yes, yeah, I know. And I've got a pack. I got a pack. <gasps> oh and wow! They've gone to my parents, so my mum's got them. She yeah. loves that kind of thing. Yeah, so. yeah, no, that's fun. But I thought I would get those so I could ask questions mm. in the podcast as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so what? Yeah, what he normally asks is like, what in your childhood sort of defines who you are now? Uh, I grew up in a very serious household. So just kind of head down, study hard, get a good job. And where are you from? Uh, I was born in Hong Kong and mainly I grew up in Australia. Um, So 
Now painting is the medium to let go of that seriousness and bound by rules and being right or wrong, being good or bad. So the art is very freeing for me. So that's why I paint. Amazing. And you discovered art like in a similar way with me. Like in the yes. pandemic, we just picked up the paintbrushes and made some self-discoveries. Yes, exactly. Uh, no job, no friends, no going out. So bought some paints. And it's really become a healing for myself because I'm not attached to the outcome of what I paint and I'm trying to observe that the colors is just a color. It's not a story behind it. It's not, uh, yeah, so it's freeing because I just allow myself to create and giving away the art also allows more space to create. So. Uh, my art has really transformed in the last two and a half years, it from has. day one to now. Yeah, I'm painting all sorts of different things. So I really don't have a genre, or I'm not a landscape artist, I'm not an abstract artist. In fact, I don't even call myself an artist. It's, it's not a label oh, identity yeah. that, I, okay. that I associate with. Well, okay, tell me a bit more about that. So why don't you call yourself an artist? Like From the outside, people will see your painting, your creative, your helping people, you're living your life free, uh, using art materials. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, I think I don't want to be labelled with an association or an identity. Mm. Even though I paint up to four hours a day, and I have sold, you know, a handful of a dozen of paintings. Yeah. But I want to be free from yeah. that expectation I want to be free from an artist should be this or that or mm. I mean I haven't had any formal training I've done a couple of YouTube tutorials yeah. I look at other people's uh, artwork yeah. just to, for inspiration and most of the time I paint intuitively yeah right um, okay. so there's not a methodology there's no a, a school of thought there's no like a background sure. or theory or to any of it and and I love it like that yeah. because it's freeing for me well I mean like I suppose like what is an artist at the end of the day you know and I, I, I don't know if like um, from what you're saying there maybe coming from because you've discovered it recently and is there any imposter syndrome around that because I had that for a while like I was like wow people want my paintings and oh I've got to start thinking about charging for them and I'm like oh I freaked out um, yeah. but, I, but I, I, I personally would call myself an artist because I, I don't I don't consider art just one medium as well everything I do in life is art like the way I live my life and make my decisions the way I choose and create my career my jobs um, I, I feel it's like an artistic form of, uh, of me walking through life um, I think maybe I don't want to view artists uh, this term as my occupation. Okay. I don't want to earn a living out of it because I want to keep it hmm. as a healing medium, as a freeing uh, activity for yeah. myself. And I guess I call myself a yoga and meditation teacher. Yeah, right. I've been for nearly a decade. And I teach art painting workshops to show people that they can use art to heal and to observe their mind. So I'm really bringing it back to the awareness, the consciousness of living rather than this label that I'm an artist and mm. 
therefore I make money off it mm-hmm. or whatever the the term may mean yeah uh, I don't know if it's imposter I think it's more like I don't want to label myself that mm. um, so yeah I don't know but maybe later but, I might change my mind yeah <laughs> sure well I when I look at you I see an incredible artist and I, I'm not trying to label you but I from what I define as an artist, like, yeah, you are creating an amazing life for yourself, using art as a medium and helping people with their mental health, you know, like, and that's, and that's something that we both got out of our art journeys. Like, yes. I was going through some shit at this point and, like, like, a couple of years ago and art saved me. Yeah. And, and now I, I use my art to give back as well. Mm, and, sure. uh, yeah, I help set up charities and do projects with my art and this podcast, which is reaching some people and some people getting some stuff out of it. And to facilitate and help people like yourself have a voice in the platform to tell them about what you're doing. So I love working with people like yourself. And, yeah, your, your journey has been amazing to watch and to see how you've embraced, like helping people and so let's talk a little bit about what you do like what what's going on in uh, Sound of Rain Studios uh, I actually uh, cannot focus and cannot concentrate so I would watch a Netflix clip for like eight minutes and then move on or six minutes of my podcast <laughs> precisely and that's actually like a good you know on a good day yeah so painting I found was the only thing that I could concentrate on yeah right out of exercise out of um, you know like reading or listening to anything so I was really surprised that I found I could focus on something and kind of like really come into the flow state it was the first time I've ever come into flow state and you know I've, I play musical really? instruments I you know I do all sorts of things reading I, I do yoga yeah I swim I run you know and but none of it has this calmness in my mind until I found painting and I'm able to indulge in it for hours on end mm-hmm. and I thought, well, maybe other people want to experience this sort of calmness and peacefulness um, in a flow state. So I thought I should create a painting meditation workshop here in Bali. So uh, I've approached different cafes, yoga studios, um, all sorts to set up this painting meditation. And most of them are beginners. Most of them have never painted since they're a child or whatever it is. And my message is anyone can play with colors. And I would like to show that you can get rid of the inner critic or this voice that's judging or all this monkey mind, busy thoughts in your mind through achieving some sort of flow state and whatever that is. It could be cooking, it can be walking in the bushes or whatever and maybe try this workshop for a couple of hours and see what happens yeah well i well i tried michelle's class the other day guys i went uh, to the tugu hotel where she was doing an art healing session i just turned up and surprised her she didn't know i was coming and um you know what it really like like <clears throat> excuse me it really like show me what's possible in my creativity and my art healing because uh, to sit there and do the breaths and the meditation from the beginning and then try a completely different medium like a 
I the last time I tried acrylics, I threw the canvas across the room because because I'm the way I paint is very different to you, I guess. Like and like with oils, I'm trying to sculpt something, mm. and it just wasn't playing how I wanted it to. And I was like, ah, threw it across the uh, the because uh, it didn't happen, and then I picked the oils up. But like when I came to your class I was like oh here we go acrylics and then we did some exercises uh, so you made me paint with my left hand which is my feminine side first and my right hand only for five minutes and then we switched it up and it was really interesting and I really enjoyed it it was like it was not about creating an end product you know like for people to to witness and think oh that looks great you know like it was just an experience for me to, mm. to play with mm. And uh, yeah, it was so wonderful. So yeah, I'm, I'm super, super glad I came along and I'm gonna be coming again. But let's talk about your your meditation painting uh, class. What happens in that? Cause it's a little bit of a different format. Yeah, it's usually a two hour session. Wow. In the beginning, I'm guiding through a meditation, a visualization for sometimes different topics on different weeks or days, whatever it happens to be. Uh, and if people see some sort of vision, uh, image in, during the meditation, they can start with that because sometimes the blank canvas can be a yeah. bit uh, challenging or scary or like daunting. Yeah. Uh, or some people already have some idea of what they want to paint so they start with that. Uh, I let them paint for maybe an hour or a little bit more. Um, at the end, usually we do a sharing circle of what the process was for them, whether in the in the critic came up or whether they enjoyed it and didn't even hear the construction noise that was next door or whatever it was. and Or the rain. Yes. <laughs> and I actually get really inspired by, you know, quote unquote, my students yeah. uh, who come and the, the way they... Uh, you know, go through the journey in the two hours or whatever, they became aware of the thoughts that came through. And I get really inspired by that. So it's not an art technique class at all. It's more like a journey with yourself kind of yeah. two hours of me time, if you like. And it's accessible for everyone. Like, there's a lot of people here that will be scared to go to an art class because they don't think they're arty, but, like, it's innate. I was talking with another guest before, my friend Pearl, and uh, talking about um, art is innate in our human makeup, you know, uh, yeah. creativity. And, and yeah, everyone, everyone has the right, and everyone can choose to try it, and no one should feel any shame about anything or imposter syndrome which mm. is very common for people that want to take art a bit more seriously at the beginning and yeah um yeah so that's 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 awesome so if you guys are in bali and you want to check it out where can we find uh, the studio uh, where can we find sound of rain first off online where do we find you uh on instagram i'm sound of rain studio uh on facebook i'm also sound of rain studio and because each week and each month all the activities are at different places and activities so just hit me up when you're in Bali if you two or more people we can even organize a private thing in your villa or on the beach or whatever it is so it's quite flexible I uh, get on my scooter with all my paints and my canvases um, rain or shine so uh, yeah just message me there we go all right well that's that's, that's so epic and um I can't wait to come to the actual full meditation one. I'm really excited to see what happens in my journey there. 
And so, what else? What else has been going on uh, with you over the last year? Because we, since we've, uh, well, since we met at that Passar Market, um, yes. has any other exciting things have been going on? You got any other projects? Uh, I'm just developing myself, really. I found that uh, I'm more and more using art as a me time, as a healing space, and I'm also discovering a little bit about art therapy. As such, you know how to read the art without attaching meaning to it, and just kind of looking at the shapes, just looking at the colors, and it relates to the meditation practice that I do. It's like just seeing the truth, yeah, rather than applying the story, um, seeing what it is, seeing everything as it is, without yeah. emotionally entangled into all the dramas of everything. And eventually, I want to achieve. In a piece as the measure of success, because in this world, capitalism, wealth, status, and power may be the measure of success. But I actually uh, was a chartered accountant in England for like 12 years, and I removed myself from that because I find that my values didn't align with the corporate world. Yeah, and I want to see if in a piece can be or is a measure of success. For people who may not want to chase those yeah. different values, yeah. Well, <laughs> I guess we're all striving for peace in some way, you know, and、uh, and yeah, I think there is much value to that. So I'm super glad that you you found this journey and、uh, it's serving you. Yeah. And yeah, and、uh, please do, guys, hit up Michelle on her social channels, if you, especially if you're coming to Bali and you want to, or if you are in Bali. Go and check it out, and、uh, yeah, it's it's good fun. But thank you very much for joining me today for, for a brief、me. chat. And、uh, I know, like this,、um, you said this pushes outside of your comfort zone a little bit.、Um, yeah. How how was how was the experience of sitting here? How I, is the experience? Yeah, I don't know if I want to listen to my own voice on playback. So <laughs> well, I might leave it in your capable hands and reach whoever. Listens. Well, let's hope you listen to the. I hope you've got enough concentration span to listen to the whole thing, hey? Yeah, it'd be a challenge, but I'll work on it. Yeah, amazing.、Um, oh, that's really cool. And、uh, yeah, thank you so much for coming in and hanging out in my bedroom art recording studio. You're welcome. All in one. <laughs> Legend. Woohoo! Yes. Thank you. All right, let's go and dance in the rain, shall we? Woohoo! <laughs> Arabella's got some interstellar skin boots. Held a scalpel and a little finger, and I ride it endlessly. She got a barber and a silver swimsuit, and when she needs a shelter from reality, she takes a dip in my daydreams. My days end best when the sunset gets itself behind that little lady sitting on the passenger side. It's much less picturesque without her catching the light. The ride. 
tries and tries, but it's just not as kind on the eye. begin to tell you how difficult recording that was. <laughs> um, it's not perfect by any means. Um, the timings of the vocals were super tricky. Hats off to Alex Turner um, <laughs> of the Arctic Monkeys, which that was, Arabella. Oh my gosh. I had fun making it though, uh, as always. And do you know what? Like this uh, is a journey for me as well. Uh, this, like I said, this podcast is a journey for me and my creativity. And uh, and recording that, um, although it's not perfect, I still want to put it out there and uh, have you along on this journey as I improve my singing and harmonica and ukulele capabilities in like a karaoke fashion. <laughs> well, so that brings me on to whose birthday it is today. Regular listeners, you will know that it is the section I sing happy birthday to a celebrity. And today's celebrity birthday is an English musician and guitarist best known as a founding member of the acclaimed indie rock band The Arctic Monkeys. Born on July 5th, 1985, he has made significant contributions to the band's success since its formation in 2002. Wow, that's a long time ago. With his distinctive guitar playing style and creative songwriting abilities, he has played a crucial role in shaping the band's unique sound. His achievements, of course, include co-writing numerous hit songs with the Arctic Monkeys, such as I Bet You Look Good on the Dance Floor, Do I Wanna Know, Are You Mine, and of course, Arabella, the song that I just covered. His innovative guitar riffs and melodic hooks have garnered critical acclaim and have been influential in the resurgence of indie rock. We need more of that, please, guys. More indie rock bands. It continues to inspire aspiring musicians, such as you in the garage with your indie rock band, which we need you to show yourself, and remains an integral part of the Arctic Monkeys' ongoing musical journey. And of course, today's celebrity birthday is the amazing indie rock god himself, Jamie Cook. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to Jamie Cook. Happy birthday to you. birthday Jamie Cook thank you for your amazing contribution into the indie rock music of this world and I hope your day is full of love hugs happiness and yes you'll be pleased to know it's still raining here in Bali so I hope your ears are enjoying it Support for this podcast comes from you, the listener, via my Patreon page, patreon.com forward slash Graham Cullis Art. On top of everything else I do in the art world, mental health spaces, this podcast is a full-time job, 
and it takes a lot of hours to prepare and to edit and deliver to your ears every Wednesday and I can't do it without support so if you can feel it within yourself to help pay me to do what I do uh, then go to patreon.com forward slash Art and make a pledge today. So if you're enjoying this podcast, I would love for you to help support me. All I'm asking for is literally the price of a cup of coffee once a month. Uh, if you go to the Patreon, you'll see the different tiers. The lowest tier is about the same price as a cup of coffee. And I would love for you to choose that. Not only do you help support me when you pledge to the Patreon, but you also receive my art. The Karma Club calendar cards every december you will receive 12 of my gift cards they're blank inside with my art prints on one side so 12 of my paintings and there is a card allocated for every month of the year which you display in january and at the end of each month you think of who you want to bless and you send that card and write a little letter as a little random letter of love a little random act of kindness to a friend, family, a loved one, someone that might be struggling right now. Who knows? Um, not for a birthday, not for Christmas, not for Easter, but a random love letter out of the blue to really make someone's day. So every month you do that. And then once you take it off of the little mini easel that it comes with, comes with a little sweet easel, uh, the next one is then displayed for the next month. And so on and so on and so on. And people, I am very much aware that a monthly contribution to pledge on the Patreon is not within everyone's reach at the moment. So I am really pumped and excited to announce that I've made these ready for pre-order to pay a one-off fee to get them for December right now on my website. So if you go to grahamcullis.com forward slash products forward slash karma club calendar cards type that in your address bar on the interweb uh, you will come to the page on my website where you can pre-order the karma club calendar cards for 2024 and you will receive them in december 2023 and also if you're already pledging on my patreon and you want to order a pack for a friend and family perfect gift for christmas so yeah go there right now and uh order a pack for yourself or a friend or family that would really make my day and help me do what I do and there's no other calendar like this on the planet where you get to spread love and kindness every month of the year and get to enjoy the art as well so yeah I'm very proud of myself for creating this which is helping the world a little bit every month of the year so yeah grahamcullis.com forward slash products forward slash karma club calendar cards I know it's a bit of a mouthful if you just go to grahamcullis.com You'll see the link in the menu on the website, which says Karma Club Calendar Cards 2024, open bracket, pre-order, close bracket. <laughs> so yeah, just go to grahamcullis.com and you won't, you won't go wrong. I will put the link in the description as well, as always. All of my links to the amazing Michelle that we just heard from. I'll add her links into the description as well, so you can go and check out her amazing work. So, enough of that begging now, but thank you very much for listening, I appreciate it. A um, little roundup about my week, before I love you and leave you. I had a bit of a serendipitous event last week in the sauna. I got chatting with a gentleman from England called Simon, and who, who has been on a bit of a journey himself, actually, quite interesting chap. He's actually been 
around Asia the last few years after reflecting on how he wants to be and where he wants to be in his life and uh, he's been doing a bit of charity work as well and uh, yes yeah all good good stuff I love chatting to people like that and we started chatting about men's groups actually as you know I'm a fan of men's groups like back in Eastbourne we got Mankind which I attend and uh, the ones in Newquay that I've been to and yeah I um, I've never been to one in Bali before yeah we started chatting about it and Simon mentioned that he'd been going to one here and suggested that I tried it out myself as well. Yeah, and it's actually at the Path Yoga in Prerenan. Um, the, Yo- the Path Yoga Studio, I think it's called. And yeah, like they meet once every two weeks on a Thursday. Yeah, we started chatting about it and actually didn't even realise it was Thursday that, that evening. <laughs> and it was about... I'd say 25 minutes until it was going to be 7 o'clock, which, was, which, which is the time that they start um, every week. And as we were chatting about it, some other chap sort of wandered into the, uh, into the space. Uh, his name's Reese. I found out afterwards. <laughs> he sat next to Simon as he was talking about the, the men's group. And, uh, and then he interjected. So, Simon... Are you going to be going tonight then? <laughs> and Simon turns around, looks at him, and goes, "Whoa, this is crazy!" And the yeah, and it turns out that it was on that night, and Reese is someone that he had met in the men's group. So, yeah, so random. And then we all decided that we would uh, leave the sauna, go and get changed, and head straight to the path yoga and join the group. This men's group was such a wonderful experience. It's a little bit different to men's groups that I've been to before. Um, I really liked the format. We all sat in a circle and there was a few rules that we had to adhere to which were no one talks when you're saying your piece, when you're sharing and you're not allowed to talk in the, in the you're not allowed to talk in you statements so it's all about I so you can't say you know when this happens in your life you have to say when this happens in my life or you know so when you talk about yourself it's called an I statement. I um, have been struggling with this and you don't say you know when you struggle with this kind of thing you know that's one of the rules that you're not allowed to do and I really like that actually also one thing that I observed in this group as well which I really liked is that no one tries to fix you in that group unless you invite it um, so if you are struggling with stuff and you're sharing some stuff that's going on or sharing some exciting things that, go, that are going on unless you invite a criticism or um, some help um, yeah you're, that's another thing that you can't do which I thought was really nice and makes people feel safe to share what they want and yeah like it was it was really amazing and and an incredible bunch of men that I got to meet there as well and of course another rule that goes without saying is that if anyone shares something you're not allowed to talk about that person's experience to anyone else outside of that circle everything stays within the circle now I uh, want to tell you a little bit about what I experienced and what I got out of it and what benefited me. As you guys know, I'm pretty much an open book on this uh, podcast and this podcast is my own therapy and how I get stuff off my chest and how I reflect on my uh, week and year and life and it's a journal. Now the last thing that we did in the circle before we we broke um, was a thing called the King's Chair where you get to sit in the king's chair and honour something or someone in your life and talk about that for a 
a few seconds. I guess it's like a, a way of leaving the group on a high because there are some traumas that come up in men's circles and it can be quite triggering sometimes and hard to hear. But at the end of the day, as I've told you before, when I spoke to Steve on a few podcasts back, that at that present moment, yeah, it was hard, but when I reflected afterwards, um, hearing those stories uh, and those traumas and the things that may have triggered me as well also helped me reflect during the week and helped to heal me. And yeah, the king's chair was a really nice finisher to the night to leave on a high and hear only positivity coming out of men's mouths. <laughs> so my experience sitting in the king's chair in the throne uh, when it was my turn to share, without breaking the trust of the group and telling you what other people shared, there was a couple of stories that made me reflect on my mummy and daddy. Now some of the stories that were shared in the group made me reflect on how grateful I am to have my mum and dad in my life uh, a lot. Now, as some of you may be aware, if you're following my content, I do spend a lot of time with my parents and I am super lucky and so grateful to have that experience where I come back from different projects, different places in the world where I'm living at and doing my art, mental health, charity projects, etc. And then I come back for a allotted amount of time to recharge my batteries and then launch onto the next place and I spend that with the most two incredible people in my life, my mother and father. Now what it made me reflect on was how lucky I am to have my parents in my life and how grateful I am of that and and then it made me think of all the other people that might not have their parents here anymore or have moved out and got married, had kids, moved to a different place, maybe a different country, and maybe they don't connect with their parents that much anymore. And it just made me feel super emotional because one day, mommy and daddy aren't going to be here anymore. And yeah, I got quite emotional in this group because I feel like I've created such a bond with these two amazing people um, having this time. I'm not taking away from anyone else trying to say, you know, that your bond is uh, less than my bond with my parents, but I just it just made me really aware and conscious of how hard it's going to be when they're not here anymore. Um, and yeah, like, uh, so I wanted to honour them in that moment and I'm, I'm welling up a little bit now. Um, Mummy, if you're listening to this on, with your new headphones I bought you the other day, I hope there's a little tear in your eye too. <laughs> Daddy, are you listening? <laughs> He's probably just listening to the arches and doing this crossword. Oh, but yeah, I um, yeah, I just wanted to say thank you, Mum and Dad, for everything that you do for me and support me in my journey. And uh, yeah, a lot of you will be aware of my parents. You've seen them in my content. They are hilarious. They are polar opposites of each other. And yeah, you may have uh, received some little handwritten notes from Mummy Cullis in the post recently if you've been taking up my print offer. Mum is uh, at the moment fulfilling all my orders for me from my websites. So thank you so much, Mum. Like, I am so lucky to have that, to have someone that will support me in that way. And also my dad who does so much for me and uh, brings me cups of tea uh, he gives me his car when I'm when I'm home and yeah they just they just really like you know they've 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 got my back Whew. 
Right. <laughs> Just wiping the tears from my eyes, guys. Um, right, so that's all I've got time for this week. Just want to say there might not be a podcast next Wednesday. It might be a bit late because I am excited to say that my friend Hannah was Cole. Now Tate, soon to be Tate, is getting married to uh, her amazing partner, Timothy Tate. And they are here in Bali. Hannah is from uh, from Bracknell, where I grew up. And we've known each other for years. And they now live in Hong Kong. And they're over here to have an amazing wedding. Uh, they have booked an incredible venue over here. Uh, yeah, it looks wonderful. And the villa that they're staying in is like... What? <laughs> it's good to see how some people can live, hey? <laughs> no, but they deserve it. And yeah, they've been waiting a long time for this wedding. Uh, it was one of those weddings that got called off during COVID. And uh, luckily they didn't lose out on any money here because they just pushed back the date. So all the venues here were very good with the people who uh, were missing out. So they're finally getting hitched. And yeah, I might be a little bit late because the wedding is on Tuesday. And as you know, I start recording on Monday and Tuesday, uh, and then I finish the recording on Wednesday and drop it sometime on a Wednesday. So just saying it might be late, I don't know. We'll see how the week goes. All right, my legends, have a great week. I hope you enjoyed this podcast, and uh, you know what to do if you want to support it. Go to the description, find all the links there. And yeah, if uh, you haven't spoken to your parents for a while and you have the means to connect with them today and tell them how much you love them and yeah do a random act of kindness for someone make someone's day send one of my karma cards off (laughs) and have a beautiful beautiful rest of your Wednesday